Okay, so we'd like to offer something a little different tonight for us to um, be in relationship with this lattice that Rob offered this morning. You might have seen some of the preparations going on outside. I don't know if you did or not. Um, so I'd like to invite you into a poetic relationship with what I'm going to speak about now, and then we're going to go do something together, or you're invited to come do something together. Okay, so please listen again with as much of you as is available on the cushion tonight, your body. See if your whole body can listen, your heart, your belly, your bright mind, your imagination, and whose is that anyway? So we'd like to invite you to enter the myth that tonight we might go on a pilgrimage together. And as I say these words that have ancient connotations often within the spiritual con context, feel the words as much as you are able. Whatever is your response, some will resonate, some will not. But our work is to come into ways of seeing, ways of sensing with soul that bring to whatever it is we're engaging in more potential beauties and richness and depth. So as much as you can, enter this fantasy with as much of you as is available tonight with all your devotion for whatever it is you're devoted to, whatever your heart and soul and the compass of your soul recognizes that it is in service to, even if that's not a concept that you have, but something might be very specific, it might be nebulous and open, whatever is on the other side of that two-ness that is beloved otherness to you that has for you dimensions that you wish to know more, have more contact with, find out more about, touch more, feel more, sense more, open to, penetrate more, all of that, whatever and whoever's, not constrained by anybody else's ideas of what needs to be on the other side of that dyad or the many and the multiple that may be. Pilgrimage, I like the word in French somehow. I think it's where, it's where the English take it from, I believe. The pèlerinage. I like that. Pèlerinage. Where place and travel and the way we travel and the way of sensing as we travel is what makes a pilgrimage our interaction with locations that have been imbued with significance for souls. Places sometimes that have been in different traditions, perhaps the birth or death place of founders. So in the Buddhist tradition, any of you who have been in North India, at the different places of the Buddha's birth and death and awakening and... The other one, the fourth place. You're teaching a lot. 
<laughs> the teaching a lot, but <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's the places um, of the beings who've been significant in a lineage. They're places where they have been called, where they have been called, or their spiritual awakening has happened. The place that has connotations with the divine. Locations where miracles were performed or witnessed. Locations where a deity is said to have lived or live or be housed. A site with spiritual power. As we interact with this idea tonight, remembering that we are participating in that. That is part, in a way, of a, I, for me, a reconceiving of pilgrimage. It's not all imbued inherently. Of course, when a lot of people visit a place, a place can gather a lot to itself. But we and our mode of participation is what makes the difference of what Rupert Sheldrake talked about that would make a difference to our world if every tourist were to become a pilgrim. So how we interact with this mythos, this idea, this will make the difference. And your guide tonight will be the compass, your compass, your growing compass, or your more fine compass for soulfulness as it is developing here, as somehow is attracted here. Okay, you're a compass for the soulfulness. Often these places were and are commemorated with shrines. And shrine from the Latin is uh, some kind of casement of sacred text, actually, initially. I didn't know that until tonight. Um, shrines that the, 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 the faithful are encouraged to visit. Classically for spiritual benefit and healing and for questions. Tonight, that's all allowed. And remembering the fullness of intention, of soulfulness, and our capacity to serve that which we long to serve. So pilgrimage has connotations, whatever it has for you, but I offer some tonight. It's a journey, in this case, for soulfulness, for meaningfulnesses and multiple meaningfulnesses. It has connotations of a journey as practice. So it's not that we can just go and do the pilgrimage and expect, okay, give me the meanings. No, it's a practice. Practice involves some, usually some kind of letting go, some kind of renunciation. Classically, the pilgrimages have involved some kind of hardship, actually. You know, willing to leave home, willing to whatever else are the other practices of letting go as we enter the pilgrimage. Why? Because that can prepare us and make us ready and help lessen the grasping. Um, that, of course, we want meaningfulness and we want your eros in the pilgrimage. You want your eros in the pilgrimage. Of course, your desire is crucial. And we make ourselves ready the stripping, the sometimes the changing, the clothes, the ablution, the, the making ready. Connotations of interaction with land and place. Always land and place. We are body, bodily sensuous creatures. 
thrust out into this world as sensuous bundles, we interact sensuously with the land and the landscape that we enter. We ask permission to enter as pilgrims. We are invited into, as pilgrims, we are invited into communion with the landscape and the land. Tonight, the pilgrimage has a certain shape that it can take, and it will be a pilgrimage to visit the different aspects, maybe just one, maybe many, but in a way where soulfulness is your compass of these aspects of the imaginal and soulfulness that Rob offered this morning. We are making a pilgrimage to different, and I'm please allow the poetic metaphors here, making a pilgrimage to shrines, different shrines, and by shrine it can be loose and elastic. It's not dogma here. Remember, this has our imagination and our imaginal middle way, the theater-like quality. But we can visit, if we wish, shrines, places that are ideas. Right On one level, these beautiful 28 ideas are ideas. What does it mean to go on a pilgrimage in a lattice that isn't just linear? Because a lattice, as we interact with it, when one node is switched on, one aspect, it jiggles the whole net somehow. So what would it be to use your instinct, imagination, intuition, and your heart and your soul's compass to play this most serious play? Enter this theater, this most adult theater, with all of you. A pilgrimage where we bring all of our sensing equipment. So to interact with ideas is not just to tick them off the list is not just to, yeah, been to that one. You know, like as a tourist, you might, yeah, been to, uh, been to the Taj Mahal now, right? Not that, not that everybody does it that way. But what do, would it mean to interact with that with the fullness of your sensuous equipment? And right now, relaxing what has become the privileged sensing in our Western culture, our eyes. Right now, if you wish to enter as fully sensuous participants, please let your eyes soften in their sockets right now. We are, if you wish, being made ready. And what is being made ready is our instrument of perception, us. And typically we interact with ideas, not only from the ocular center of the eyes, but through the implied rational segment that is implied through that way of seeing. A beautiful segment, but only one God of many. Let your eyes soften in your skull. Maybe you can even be loose and elastic around the idea of eyes.
Don't limit them to these things in your head that register visual data and process it in your brain. Yes, maybe that's one story, but please let your eyes be organs of perception for divine theater, if that is what you desire. If our logos allows, if our logos is flexible and robust enough, we can know our sensuous participation with concept, with idea, in through and with our bodies and the idea. If our Logos allows, is robust and flexible, we can know our soulful participation with concept, our erotic participation with concept. These things don't have to happen tonight, but see where you light up. See where you light up, because that will be the compass, guiding the compass of your soul. I recently read in, in a book, Concepts, and it was, it was a, it was a neuroscience book actually, um, but luckily it's moved beyond just the brain part now and includes the body. Uh, it's not the whole story for me, but it's really beautiful that includes this much and they were measuring certain concepts and how they registered in the whole system. And it was really interesting that Certain concrete concepts, like cup, plate, registered, you know, a little bit in certain neural pathways and here and there in the, in the, in the brain and body. Certain apps, apparently abstract concepts, like beauty, when somebody was being measured for when the concept beauty was brought into their arena, so much switched on. Not the beautiful thing even, but beauty. Not just switched on in their brain, but pathways of uh, which they're, they're like a, what do they call it? I think they have a word like lattice, but it's like, like a kind of a, like the way a plant kind of grows up, out from the earth. All of those roots and shapes all start to light up with certain of those ideas. And we're not even limiting body to material body. Letting that be soft and elastic. There is an affinity between my body, soul and the concepts. Perhaps this pilgrimage can be our first steps or our last or our journey if we desire for ourself and our world. A restoring solidarity, a restored solidarity and perhaps a new solidarity that does not pay homage to my tortured Western splitting of the sky god and his brilliant overview with my sensuous, erotic body. When we uncritically allude to concepts as being inert, as being abstract and drawn away from sensuous reality. We are not doing them a service. We do not bow to the deity that is impregnated through that idea. 
when we uncrit uncritically allude to concepts as determined, determinate, not unfathomable, fixed, labels that can only point and can never touch. Then we block the perceptual interplay between ourselves and these ideas. What will support us to unblock the perceptual interplay between ourselves and our ideas? Maybe there's no block. Then play. I, in November, I went to a art exhibition and that's not my normal thing, but I even booked tickets. It was called Imagining the Divine. Maybe some of you went at the Ashmolean Museum in Oxford. And it's all the different ways, different cultures, not only Western cultures, but from the whole Mediterranean basin and India and many cultures, how they and we have imagined the, the divine. When, and whether we're allowed to imagine, you know, because there's different ways that, that that whole piece has happened. And I was struck, and I, I may not be doing this fully justice, I was really struck that certainly in Islam and I think in Judaism as well, this imagining the divine, I was struck by in the Islamic uh, pieces, it is the, it is the word. It is the calligraphy. It is the, the word, the literal word in that beautiful script that is, that is the divine. That is the imagining of the divine. It's not pointing to the divine. That's where the devotion is given. And so it's beautiful. It takes me a while as somebody who's not a natural logos lover. At least maybe, maybe I am a natural logos lover. Maybe I just was uh, just repressing it. <laughs> maybe I needed to. Oh, you don't need to know my press. <laughs> yeah, so what would it be? to interact and yes a pilgrimage doesn't mean it's all lovely and we're going to suddenly open up to all this incredible possibility for our human soul in this era no a pilgrimage may involve hardship it may involve tonight places where you feel lost and you long for home and you long for the home you came from either in the meditation hall or the home you came from or the dhamma home you come from or whatever home you come from there may be Places where you feel lost, you might feel lonely. These things happen for pilgrims. It's not about having a good time. It's about preferring a soulful time to a good time. And a soulful time can be a good time. We're not privileging the hardship, not at all. But if tonight there are those places, remember... If you like, one image for me is the Buddha touching the earth on the night of his awakening. This image, ask the earth to bear witness. Let your hand come down and ask the earth to bear witness to your deepest intention for what you serve and what you are devoted to. And how that might be, um, how you may be able to interact with that tonight through this idea. So let's get ready. <laughs> let's get ready and go out. So um, 
I'll tell you how it can look, and then we will prepare our instrument, and then we will, you will interact in a way that is meaningful for you with your soulfulness as your compass. Not how many notes can I get through? Um, you know, where's my favorite one? You know, like when you go on pilgrimage, there may be shrines that are the, are the deities that you like best. You know, the deities you groove with. And there may be shrines where the deities are not the ones you've ever met. They may be foreign and alien to you, but still they are part of the pilgrimage. Whatever is meaningful for you. Yes, you can wonder. So how it looks is outside, very kindly prepared for us by uh, people here, are 28 poetic deities, 28 shrines, 28 concepts, 28 beloved sensuous bundles, you will enter and make your myth. It's yours to make, but not just yours. It's you in interaction and participation with other autonomous subjects with their soul. So outside there are 28 shrines named for their deity, named for their good idea, named for their really useful and helpful teaching that helps me light up what I love. They are a lattice and you are free to participate with them in a way that is meaningful to you. Don't try and do it all. You don't have to go in a particular order. Remember that this is a pilgrimage not only of discovery and homage, but of creation and discovery, both. And we will go outside for perhaps half an hour or so, maybe a little more. I'll ring a bell at the end or summons us back to from whence we took off, which will be here. You know, and sometimes on a pilgrimage people need to, well, definitely need to go to the toilet. You know, it's not like, it's not like suddenly you, you know, suddenly you sort of, you've entered the, Whatever it is, it's like, oh, I'm kind of like rigidly attached to this thing now and they're going to see that I'm actually, the most meaningful thing for me right now is to go. <laughs> it's like, right. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing the old the sky god thing that doesn't have a body anymore. Right? And bring that body with mindfulness, soulfulness. This is your instrument. This is the instrument that we're given and that will be taken. This one, given back. It's given and it will be given back. Okay. Do you want to say something? No, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh. Are you going to give more instructions? No. Is this a place for people to ask questions at the end of the time? Or is it, will it just be I don't like concepts that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, okay, thank you. So we will en- exit through this vestibule that has also been tidied and made beautiful for us this week. So thank you, Nick, for that. Um, and I'm going to ask anyone who's actually ever been on a pilgrimage to light a couple of some candles and put them in that vestibule and you can lead us out. You know, there's something about pilgrimage and I'm really struck, even if we need to reconceive it sometimes, you know, as, as modern people, how many people these days are attracted very, very people, sworn, sworn secular people attracted. It's like there's something about that perennial gesture that draws me. And so they go. So, uh, yeah. Would, is anyone here who's been on pilgrimage like to light a few candles and put them in the vestibule? Lauren, thank you. Anyone else? Elena, yeah, you've, beautiful. And you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Eileen, yes. And great, beautiful. Thank you. Have you been on a pilgrimage? Oh, yeah. All right. That's the other, th- the other piece I wanted to name. You know, it can bring up also pay, pay respects to all resonances of journeys. Journeys that we may have been on and our peoples before us may have undergone voluntarily or not the kinds of journeys that our peoples have been forced into, that may come. Any resonances of journeys may come without narrowing around that, including all of it, including all of it. Okay. So thank you. Um, we'll make our instrument ready. The pilgrimage bearers will make candles in the vestibule and then we'll en- exit through the vestibule. I like that word, it sounds like a church from the hundred years ago. We'll enter out, exit out of the vestibule and you will start to see in front of you, in the, in the front lawn, and where those three magnificent trees are and in the whole area around that, there are these shrines. Take your time. I'll bring a few bells and a few props. You let your body interact. There may be movement. There may be gesture. There may be staying with one. There may be, you know, passing by one on the way to another. It's not a, it's not a pilgrimage where you have to look like what you think a pilgrim's supposed to look like. Yeah, actually, people, the pilgrimage bearers, us, the five of you here and you, yeah, if you're one, thank you. Um, a couple of candles in the vestibule and somewhere wherever you like, you know, you might want to light things up out there. As you like. I leave it in your good hands. We've got one box of matches. Ah, we could take these candles with us, couldn't we? Yeah, I'll charge, um, maybe Lauren as one of our, if I may say, younger members as holding that light this light as we go out. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Any questions and then we can go. Yeah. Lattice. Lattice in English is like an interconnected web, like a scaffold. Scaffold is the thing you put up a building to when you're going to paint the windows. A lattice is like a 
constellation. It's a series of things that are, are in, in, well, the lattice is actually the support for a series of things that are in relationship to each other. Great. Yeah, anything else want to be asked before we go out? Did I say something about writing notes? I didn't say anything about writing notes. In fact, let's do this without writing. Let's do the pilgrimage without writing, and then you can... No, there are written signs with each of these 28. So you'll see there's a sign that says trust, and a sign that says dimensionality. And Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So please um, take your seat. Actually, let's stand. Let the knees be soft. Please open to the possibility that you bring multiple sensibilities to the pilgrimage. And by that I mean your bright minds, your sensitive and intelligent hearts. And as I name these things, please let them already be where you're resonant. Come. Maybe put your hand where you want to touch this body to remind it of its, as a divine organ and instrument of perception, if we can train psyche in this way. Your belly, your animal sensing that instinct where you can sense. It's almost like your ears can get pricked up. When we can feel our belly, your nose can become attuned. There's something here for me. There's something in my instinct that tells me, yeah, I'm going there. Your imagination. Please let this fertile, fecund soul gift be here tonight. Doesn't have to be like anyone else's, and God forbid that it is. Your breath and all of your senses. Let your eyes relax tonight. They are not, they cannot do a pilgrimage on their own. God love them. Those of us with good sight have often made them work too hard. your ears, your smell, your taste, your capacity to lick and eat and get your teeth into something, your touch, touch, you can touch, not each other tonight, but anything else. (laughs) Pilgrimage has some boundaries. And may I be forgiven for limiting your senses to only five or six. You probably have many more. I have no idea about. Six in the Buddhist traditions of mind also as a sense door. Your chitta, your whole soul. Let this place that you leave from be psyche. Psyche is the instrument that you are, that is being made, that is being made through our participation. And when you go outside, letting all of that be psyche too. That psyche is inner, interior, that's a modern idea. 
Let all of this be Psyche. And we will come back to this home of Psyche and maybe the instrument for Psyche and of Psyche, your body, your soul. We'll have something to report from their pilgrimage in the way I've seen in villages in Egypt where people just draw on their house with paint that they've been to Mecca. No words on there, they draw the, they draw it as a painting on their house. Something possible. If those who have been, those who have been on pilgrimage would like to lead maybe Lauren with these candles and the others of you come collect candles if you wish and matches. Yeah, you could light them here. That's a good idea. As many as you like for the vestibule and wherever outside. You will be our light bearers for pilgrimage. Elena, are you going to come up? Lauren. Oh, take one for Eileen as well. Great. Yes, please have these candles. Thanks. Super. Just light a few and take them out. Was there another pilgrimage person? There was. <laughs> you can play. <laughs> and again, yeah, light a few there, as many as you want to take. And just let, check your eyes. It's fine to see. Sometimes the Holy Spirit goes out. <laughs> But you can find another one to light it off. Right, since have you still got your feet? It's a lot about walking in pilgrimage. Have you got your breath? Have you got your belly? This is a pilgrimage with guts and courage and boldness. Breathing in with your belly. Breathing out, if you want to go on pilgrimage, go, ha! <laughs> right? We don't only want the etheric part. We want all of it. We want the whole range. If you want to go on pilgrimage, bring your belly. Breathing in. Breathing out with a ha! Yeah. Hip, pilgrimage with hips. If you want to go on pilgrimage, bring your heart. Breathing in with your heart. Breathing out with whatever sound your heart, whatever prayer is in your heart tonight. And you leave when it's time for you to leave, not because you're following and not because you're not following, right? They're the two ego positions, right? Following, not following, right? Follow your soul's compass and we will be silent now. And I will invite you back in in maybe half an hour or so. The world is your temple. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.